What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about sales tactics. I shouldn't be teaching part number four. This series is definitely properly named because the last time I came out with sales tactics number three, I then uh, was speaking with the customer shortly after and then I said some line to them and they're like, oh, that's from sales tactics number three that I shouldn't know, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly why it's called sales tactics I shouldn't be teaching because I might use it on you someday. But would you ever wanna buy from a marketer who's not a good salesman or not a good marketer? No, that would be a red flag, right? That's like buying food from a skinny chef. So you gotta buy from good marketers, otherwise, hey, it's just got to happen like that. But here I am back again, teaching sales tactics, <laughs> sales tactics that I shouldn't be teaching. So I've got three examples for you today with this one. Uh, but in a nutshell, the sales tactic is this. If you can explain something to a customer from a standpoint of how your business makes money, they will always believe you. Okay. If you can explain something from the standpoint of how your business makes money, they will always believe you. Why? Because if there's one belief that they have for sure about you as a salesman or you as a business is that you exist to make money from them in some way, shape, or form. Not any kind of negative connotations uh, associated with what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they know that you have something to sell them and that you're going to do it at a profitable rate. So using that information that they definitely agree with, can we tie things about the quality of our product, our service to that fact? Yes, we can. First example I'm going to give you is back when I sold Cutco knives. So if you don't know, Cutco knives, best knives ever, forever warranty. If they break, uh, get damaged, even if you drop it on the floor, tip breaks, totally your fault. You melt it in the oven, replaced for free, forever. You will it down in uh, through generations. You pass it on to your kids, and then they melt it in the oven accidentally. Yes, believe it or not, it does happen replaced for free okay so it's a forever warranty if they go dull we come out to the house and sharpen them for free so with all of that with that kind of warranty that also raises a lot of like is this too good to be true right so the way that i would explain it to customers uh in terms of like also explaining the quality of the knives is if they were like brand new to the products, I could tell they were really skeptical. Maybe I'm working a home and garden show and they just keep picking up the knives. They're not even listening to what I'm saying. They just keep looking at the knives so I can tell that they're more skeptical than the average person. I would say something like, so we have a forever warranty on them. If they break, melt, chip, we replace it for free. I mean, honestly, the only way the company makes money when we do so is that it doesn't really break in the first place. I mean, the handles are made out of what bowling balls are made out of, so you don't really see those break. The steel is as high quality as it gets. So, I mean, if it does break, you're covered. But the whole reason that our company can even exist for 70 years is because they don't really break that much. Otherwise, we'd be having to replace knives for people all all the time if they weren't really quality and then they're like oh yeah that makes sense right because it's like obviously that makes sense I, I just explained how our business makes money 
from that warranty. Hey, there's only one way that warranty can exist, and that is that you're never going to have to use it. So uh, that would be the first example. Hopefully that makes total sense to you. But uh, yeah, as long as it makes sense for how your company makes money, they'll always believe you. The second one would be for companies like a lot of agencies right now that help coaches get uh, appointments booked. They'll come out and say, we will get 10 qualified appointments on your calendar every single week or you don't pay. This is obviously a very hard warranty to even offer from the the get-go. You would never want to start out with this uh, or at least uh, never start out without knowing for sure like that you've got a very, very high chance of being able to deliver this result for someone. But a lot of agencies do that nowadays. A lot of client acquisition agencies come uh, come around and offer me, hey, if we can get you 10 qualified appointments next week, and if we can't, you don't pay, like, would you be interested? And obviously, it cuts through the noise. Uh, but this is the epitome of what I'm talking about, where I can, even though I've never met them before, I am forced to believe them in some way, shape, or form that they are good at what they do to offer something like that. And that's just a way that uh, you can cut through the trust factor in an industry where it's all based on trust. Because if I was just paying some uh, some people, you know, 1500 a month or even more to get me 10 qualified appointments a week and there is no warranty of my money back or not, I would really have to know them and see a lot of uh, testimonials from them before I'd really trust them to do something like that. Uh, But that's just one way that people say, hey, we couldn't even function as a business uh, unless we were good at it. Uh, Last way, I will use my own business uh, with my consulting uh, because in consulting and coaching, pretty much every coach I've ever talked to, whenever I tell them my pricing, they laugh, all right? They laugh in my face about my pricing and it's because the general consensus is that you're supposed to charge a very high price up front and then hey if uh, your coaching client quits their business after a month you're still good they already paid you for six months Uh, so they they try to charge you 3500 5k 10k on credit, over large payments. I mean, I've been offered a 15K offer before and I almost did it because I was like, oh, it must be really good. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, they, they offer you something like that and then you get their program for like six months, a year. Um, j- even if it's just a few months, it's some kind of long-term commitment. And the reason why they do that is just because there's such a high turnover in entrepreneurship that uh, that's how their business makes the most money. Like at the time that someone buys coaching, they're usually so ready to take on their business. They're at a point of like being obviously very committed that if you can get the 3,500 from them up front, it works out a lot better money-wise that the business tries to charge high ticket and then just like put it on credit or put it on PayPal option or pay plan options or something like that. The way I do it is I charge people a monthly fee uh, to attend my coaching calls uh, that I help people with building out their first Instagram ad campaign, and then they just talk to me once a week as they go through it. Now, are, are people usually able to do this all in one month, make their you know an entire Instagram ad campaign? 
Not usually, unless they literally have nothing else going on in life, but the average person, you know, will need a couple months to be able to do this comfortably. And I know that, and I could easily just try to charge for three months or six months and just be like, yeah, we'll figure it out later, you know, we'll coach you on whatever. Uh, But the thing is, is there's a lot of people in the industry that have been burned by coaches in the past where they bought a course that they never opened and they wish they didn't. So I like to make my pricing just so you know that I'm very confident in me being a good coach. So what I do is you just pay like a monthly fee but can cancel at any point. Even if you just want to do one month and cancel, completely fine. And that allows me to also be able to sell it like that. So when someone who maybe watched one of my videos or podcast, like the morning of them calling me, like some people will watch a video from me and say, oh, that was a great video. And then I offer a free consultation call at the end. They book it and they're talking to me an hour later. They're like, yeah, I just discovered you an hour ago. If someone's been listening to my podcast for years, then I don't really have to explain to them why I'm someone who can teach them something. Uh, But if they just met me, there is still sometimes a disconnect. Like, all right, that was a good video and everything, but now you're asking me to spend money and like, hold on, who are you again? So I just can say, I want to make sure it's a good fit for both of us. If you're not completely blown away by the coaching after one month, please just cancel, leave. It'll be you know totally fine with me but uh, if you love it like most people do then you can just stay in and and pay until uh, you are content Uh, and when I pitch it like that they also know there's only one way this guy could be doing this offer and I've been selling that offer for like a year and seven months now the only way I could possibly do that is if people stayed on their own will to stay so I can just kind of let them know you know the reason why I have it priced like that is because uh, my service is so good, right? So think of ways that you have your pricing set up, you have your warranty set up, that you can also turn it into a sales point because that's actually the only reason uh, that you would do a warranty. Uh, If you're looking at warranties as how can we protect our asses, (laughs) right? Like when you're making it, it, it's actually how can we place liability on ourselves to show the customer that they should buy from us in the first place? That's more what a warranty does. It's not, hey, when you buy from us and then you redeem the warranty in a year, you're going to be like, oh, damn, I am glad I bought. We're going to sell you on the fact like that we have this warranty. Like, Without that warranty that those agencies will use on me, like, hey, we'll get you this many clients uh, or this many appointments next week or you don't pay, them doing that is how they sell me in the first place. Otherwise, if they're just saying, hey, it's this much money regardless of the results and you've never met us before, it would be a lot more difficult of a sales process for them. So just know that a warranty is to build trust with a customer uh, and this is very necessary in industries that require more trust, any kind of service, uh, e-commerce, they only need so much trust in you uh, nowadays. People have bought some products at this point from Facebook or Instagram over the last few years that maybe 
was a scam or I mean like the shipping took like four to six weeks something of the sort so you thought you were getting scammed that happened to me like the shipping took like six weeks so I had already like filed for um, like payment fraud and everything like that beforehand so I got a free product and the, my, my money back but like it, it's just, there's only so many scams that happen in e-commerce and, and you're there's cheaper products so not as much trust needs to be built in e-commerce uh, but even like products like skincare products like Lumen, what they do is they do like your first month is free of skincare products. Like they're like, our skincare is so good. We know they're going to love it so much. And so many people buy after that we can do some kind of free trial or they, like you pay for shipping or they do just like a ridiculous discount on the first one. And uh, this is just leveraging the fact that because we know for certain that every person you're selling to knows you exist to make money, can you tie that belief onto value <laughs> is, is what we're doing because then they will always believe you as they should uh, because otherwise it, we wouldn't even be able to make this sentence, right? It, it's hardly a sales trick uh, that I'm teaching. It, it's because a lot of this has to do with you rephrasing your offer and warranty in order to even make it possible. Uh, but just know that wherever you can find these opportunities to tie their belief that they believe your company makes money to value in some way, shape, or form, that is sales tax I should not be teaching shit number four go listen to the other ones before i take them down thanks so much for listening subscribe to the show reviews are much appreciated and lots more episodes to come my friends i will talk to you soon